0: Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 news team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 news, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Karma number five, providing you new ways to lose your friends. There'll be a Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and as I once said, after having
1: a couple of heavy brewskis, mm-hmm. a Hell's caretaker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some brisket.
0: And a nice IPA. (laughs) Squeamy geek getting caught up on Meta Traffic with Weatherlight Report.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street.
0: Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. So we want it to be a light stream into water. Mm -hmm. Very soft. And as it gets Preferably a a fully sound. Preferably it's fully. Like Like you're doing it yourself. It's going to be getting louder. And as it starts to get louder, a man... Starts to scream until they hit their apex.
2: Got it. And this is a
0: reminder to myself. He's peeing. Got it. All right, go. Well, Mister T's urinary tract infection is going about as well as these Modern Horizon Two prices.
2: Oh, mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. You should have known. Well known. You should have known. You got to have a better diet than that.
0: Ah, uh, and uh, this is a uh, public service announcement. We are not happy that he has a mm. urinary tract infection. We are just happy that the bit is funny.
2: It is. We nothing yes. about him personal. For those. Just we, we, like, we like funny. I mean, I, look, we're going to get canceled next week now. Look at us.
0: Cancel, culture. Thanks for tuning Cancel in culture. to your number yep. six source of Magic the Gathering news. This is now a redacted bit. Yeah,
1: it's. I, I, I got to say.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: this is I mean, a redacted, maybe like number 16 or 65, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what number comes after not ranked. Redemptive. We're going to start off the top of the cast of *Ladies and Carnage* that
0: ensued with 45. <laughs> so uh, I got the great joy to be able to play a during the week, middle of the day, really only white collar workers, people that work in the <laughs> service industry, and homeless people get to do play magic in the middle of a Thursday. So wow, uh, what an I experience! Had the Godfather over and a uh, Duff Man man starting a new job, congratulations, and uh, this was his gap week, I guess is what you would call it, where he doesn't work for either company, so uh, of course, new dad, looking for time, uh, not necessarily away from the kid, but you know, maybe looking for some adult time, uh, you know, hit, hit me up, and I of course have a very flexible schedule, I said sure, you know, I got a little gap, let's do it. So the game I want to talk about was pretty funny, because I tried killing Duff. So many times. And he just kept (laughs) recording my plans. (laughs) He's so good at that. He always does that. With my Selenia deck, uh, I ended up having out, you know, I was ramp, ramp, ramping, doing great there. Had out Wall of Blood, which if you're not familiar, you could pay a life, and it gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. And mm-hmm. it's a wall. Pretty you good. So good. You can't just like, yeah, beat it up and kill someone. But it's a, it's a great blocker. While on my deck, it's even better because it's all about life manipulation. And I'm pretty sure this was featured on a past Bruising Builds. Indeed. So I had that. I was able to get out Selenia as well. Didn't really have anything going on. Pull a Demonic Tutor. Play Demonic Tutor. Grab Near Death Experience. Play Near Death Experience. And basically, of course, Kevin, being the more experienced player, he is starts the whoa, whoa! He's about to win the game. What can we
2: do? What can
0: we do? Sound the
2: alarm, folks! Sound no. the
0: alarm! And so, uh, you know, it gets it gets to Godfather and him being the chaos player. He is. He's just like, so is that uh, is that an issue? Should we? Uh, <laughs> is, 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 is everybody okay? Should, should we take it? Care- does, does anybody want us to? Stoop- should we take care of it um you know just just what's going on over here like like so he does all of this and then he's just like all right well and then he kind of like half-ass taps his lance and plays an acidic slime and blows it up dick nice Uh, so (laughs) that plan went went into the fryer and then i went to i think it was at 10 mana and i was like well this can't hurt let me play oh sorry didn't even tell you guys what the opponents are playing uh, Ravishan, Ship's Captain. That's the Azorius Flash Historic Commander. And then, of course, Godfather is playing Kadena Morph. So uh, oh. I play Debt to the Deathless, where X equals six. So then that way they would lose 12 each, and I would gain 24. Duff was at 10. So then at first he plays Swan Song, and he's like, wait, no, I don't want to do that, and take Swan Song back. And he's like, instead, I'm going to flash in this historic spell. Platinum Emporium Where his life mm. total cannot change <laughs>
2: mm.
0: <laughs> And so Godfather got real upset Because he was the only oh, one that lost 12 Oh I bet he's been sitting life. on
2: that thing too Just waiting for it yep. So I uh, hit Ugh. the Godfather
0: for 12 Duff stayed alive And then eventually yep. I played a Grey Merchant of Asphodel Godfather got dinged again Gary. Duff stayed alive uh, And so eventually <laughs> I got Knocked down to 2 And I said you know what top deck this card it seems funny let's play a 5 colorless white white sorcery and let's see if Tuck knows this card everyone's life total becomes the lowest life total among active players I think isn't it 5 black black isn't it Soren's Vengeance nope I've got nothing hold on hold on
1: what was the casting cost on it again 5 colorless white white
2: Tuck has oh, currently um, closed his eyes and is in his own internal vault of cards. Is it
1: reverse the sands?
0: Nope. That's exchange or redistribute life totals.
1: I can see it in, in my brain. It's got can like you an You Can see it in your third other. eye? <laughs> my third eye, my <laughs>
0: mind's eye. All right. Um, well, uh, of course, Tuck, I stumped him because I gave him the wrong clues. Yeah, uh, I was so just going to say. <laughs> it's five colorless, black, black, repay in kind. Each player's life total becomes the lowest among all players so uh i ended up doing that making everyone's life total two earlier uh they did do a swan song on me to where i got a 2-2 bird and so i did swing that kill the godfather basically giving duff the game and then i went ahead and went out on my own terms and played a godless shrine shocked myself for two and killed myself nice respect yep so, did you, put uh, in, did you put in a uh, Frixian Arena finally? That's my go to
1: kill myself card. Oh, of course. It's been in there. Since we talked, I mean, okay, I, we looked this up, uh, or I looked it up rather. Uh, Selenia was
0: episode 85, which is almost 20. ago. Wow. I don't know. Almost illegal drinking age. <sighs> well, Squee McGee. In the last two to three weeks, are there any games that you would like to talk about?
2: (laughs) No, that's a pretty funny joke. Um, Hello all, I'm back. I got a new computer, I got new audio equipment, $5,200 later, here we are. I love you all. Um, We're back. I'm excited. I'm also going to do my best to rearrange and start taking Sundays off, but we'll get to that here in a little bit um other than that nothing new just crying and spending money
0: well that sounds like me every friday and saturday night when i'm in the tank (laughs) i was gonna say that sounds an awful lot like me like me and mr combo on a weekly basis well big tuck have you been able to play any games with your new so-called friends i'm trying to remember what the thing is
1: i played alibu again that was fun i'm looking forward to potentially talking about that on the alternate universe podcast Um, but today I I met up with Chris and this guy I met while I was biking, uh, Addison and uh, I want to say that my friend Chris, new Chris out here, um, he has the nut draw out of packs within like five packs of Commander Legends he's pulled a Mana Drain, Vampiric Tutor and a whole Breacher.
0: Jesus.
1: But his luck finally his his luck finally ran out because he ponied up for two packs of um Modern Horizons 2, and he got two 30 cent bulk rares. <laughs> but that was he bought four packs, one of them had the mana drain, and then two of them had shit. So he made his money back no matter what. But he's got he's got mad pull skills. So he's, he's, that's he's
2: got some squeeze luck. Look, mad respect. He does. Throwing out some of my homie out there. Uh, glad you're pulling out. The, the mythic rares or yes and we are back to
1: every other week a plane so nice next week yeah two weeks from now i'll have something to talk about which i'm very excited about
0: yeah so the fiance I, i've been uh quietly uh, complaining that I can't buy sealed stuff. So she did surprise yes. me, because there was- Exactly, and then, then she buys it. Itself. Yes,
1: as, as, we've, as we've discussed on this very podcast, I many times, which is effectively circumventing your own new year's source. like she's like, I'm only nope. gonna eat meat once a week.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's an over exaggeration, just like your over exaggeration with, initially it was proxy cards, but now you're on board with it. But now it's like, well, you gotta have the copy. So you're all over the place. So those opinions don't matter. Uh, but what is the fact is when she randomly just does it, that's great. But when she was like, "Hey, would you like some?" I was like, "Well, I wouldn't say no." So I, I definitely coached her because I didn't want her to buy me. It sounds like a yes. 2021. I don't, uh, I don't, don't like any of this of story. I don't like any of okay, it. Okay, well, you got to let me finish. Uncomfortable. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to the exciting stuff. So she bought me a pre-release kit and a uh, collector booster. Um. Got a, a little Verdant Catacombs. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty And uh, uh, I showed this to, to Duffman earlier. It's the etched Urza. In Ooh, foil. sweet. Yeah, it's like a cool 100 bucks, $110. So uh, even though I, do, I don't want either of these cards, but you know, I got them.
2: I'm just, I'm sick to my stomach right now. I don't know. Nah, me. you'll be fine. I don't but even, I even you're have still words. I sick to your
0: stomach from the five grand you spent on equipment. That that's not going away for quite
2: some time, but
0: uh,
1: <laughs> wow, yes, Urza this, Saga, this Urza, Saga Urza
0: Saga out the gate is thirty dollars right now.
2: on This is
0: etched foil, not not foil etched, yeah. but like the sketched version. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. There's so, so yeah. many versions now. I'm so confused. There's mm-hmm. etched. There's etched foil. There's regular foil. There's yeah. Non-foil. Like I, I got
0: an etched foil in one of the packs, and honestly, it kind of looks like shit
2: wow that's really, dull yeah i can see that that looks terrible
0: yeah it does it that does looks look like good. the
2: um do you remember the the collectors boosters that were all the foils that came out for zendikar that same like super dulled foil just oh bad i mean foil etched
0: looked cool when it was like legendary creatures and commander legends and like that's
2: it but now yeah day, i, like, I oh, did like that.
0: foils for whatever the we print
2: then i I will i also liked them on the um mystical archives that was pretty cool on the like Mm -hmm. non-foil versions that had the etched portions of them like one of the demonic tutors i pulled had that etched like just the gold parts were etched it was really cool
0: right right we're off topic here well that's gonna wrap up 40 life at a dash now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse what's the plane chase breaking news (gasps) you may or may not be vaccinated you may or may not have travel plans. But what I can say is almost everyone listening is developing an itch. Oh, let me tell you, no cream or solvent will cure it. The only recipe is more in-person magic. Oh, Oh, yes. I got a fever. Yes. Very nice. The prescription is penicillin. Oh, wait, that's the wrong show. Uh, (laughs) It's like, uh, yeah. It's an EpiPen, but it costs less than eight hundred dollars. <laughs> so for those nerds it out it there,
2: would... we could call it IP magic, in-person magic. Mm. Ooh, something
0: that might get confused with uh, what's that? Is It's not. Is it independent property or intellectual property? Then they'll yes, like, do intellectual yes, property yes. magic. Well, that too. To I mean, stand you have by, to
2: build
0: IRL. <laughs> 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 so we thought it'd be fun today to talk about just a few of the things that each of us are incredibly excited for for in-person magic events. We haven't been able to do it for a very long time consistently, oh. I will say, consistently. Correct. Uh, we yeah. have done we have done go away parties. Uh, Tuck basically put a finger to COVID and said, oh, I don't care. I'm going to play Magic every week in person. Almost burning down moss. Mr.
2: Combo's house with the porch fire. Yeah.
0: Uh, yes, we we thought we could burn out COVID. Turns out you can't. <laughs> uh, and so with with people now either being, uh, you know, I think we're close to 50% as a country vaccinated. Oh, yeah. And we're now people host. are just comfortable going out and doing stuff. So we thought we'd talk about our top three things that we're just excited to be able to do that maybe either you could not do or it was just very difficult to find the right people. So I'll start it off with probably one that I'm sharing with Tuck. I don't know if I'm sharing it with Squee because he hasn't been to that many, but I'm excited for Magic Fest, baby. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic Fest. Um, Yes, I wanna
2: go. I wanna go so badly.
0: Oh man, I already told uh, Lowry when we were recording last week, when Magic Fest come back, I'm going to go to the first one no matter where it is. Me, yeah, me and sure. actually the Goad have talked about that. Like, we don't care if it's Boise, Idaho or Paris, I hope it's France. In Boise. <laughs> we're going to the first Magic Fest.
1: Now, to be fair, I've heard good things about Boise. I've been to France in Paris, and since then, I've not heard great things. So, uh, all you <laughs> Francophiles out there, what, what did you hear while you were there? uh well a homeless person accosted me that was fun okay. um and then me and my brother oh, we were got in yelled france at.
2: together what the fuck am i talking about
1: well i went after and then me and my brother got yelled <laughs> at when we were playing cards in the cathedral maybe even notre
0: dame but well,
1: that's a different well, story that,
0: that checks out so yeah, yes uh, much. the thing that i miss about magic fest it, it's twofold and it's weird because one of them you could do at home like i enjoy walking around the convention center seeing the different cosplayers Seeing the different events kick off, uh the smell of sweat and bo. no nah, I'm just kidding. Mm. Oh, uh, please yes. wear deodorant. <laughs> the the thing I miss the most about the in person at the Magic Fest is actually all the different on demand events that you can go do. Mm. Like there are yeah. events okay. for anyone okay. for any play style for the most part. You can do the on demand uh, EDH events where it's still fun, but you get ticks. You could use it for prizes. Yep. Yep. If, yeah, if you're absolutely. like me trying to save up for a particular prize, uh, I go do the draft events because those are or the sealed events, I guess, because those are a lot of fun, especially Chaos Sealed. It's an amazing mm-hmm. time. So I miss that aspect of all the on demand stuff because there's never a point to where you cannot be playing Magic. It's just your choice if you don't want to play. But one of the things I miss even bigger is the after party of magic fest.
2: Oh God. I love
0: going back to the hotel, (laughs) going back to the Airbnb, (laughs) drinking copious amounts, maybe having some edibles, having loud music, having a good time with everyone, hearing about stories that people have done and interactions they've done throughout the day. That's what I miss the most. And yeah, technically we could do get togethers in person and still have a good time. But it's different when everyone's coming from the same event that you were at that you weren't even together the entire day. It's like you showed up you said bye, you went and did your eight hours of work, and then you came back after a work day and you're exchanging war stories. I absolutely love it.
2: Yeah, I I agree 100% and having only been to one but it was a blast when we did that because got to go and this is actually going to go into one of my points, so I'll do a nice smooth transition here, but just being in person at the magic fest meeting new people getting to play with people the after party absolutely is a ball like just the trip down the trip up you're driving down there with a couple of people you're talking about magic the whole time you're just in the game it's a lot of fun like you're bouncing ideas deck ideas off of people you get a whole new experience of games too which i miss where you're going to play people you haven't played before so you don't know what they're bringing to the table you have to kind of navigate all of that but uh what i miss the most about magic fest to your point, and one of my main goals for in-person things is to unload a lot of the Bulk Magic old cards that I have and get them out of my house, kind of like mm. Mr. Compost trying to get stuff out of his basement. Here. 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 Yeah. Yep. Slash yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. <laughs> Buy the merch, the tokens, the mats, the, the coins, the, all of it, the reminders, everything. You need them. But uh, just being able to go and have those in-transaction places where I could take, that's a place I could comfortably take an old box of cards and oh, know that sure. somebody's going to quickly look through it give me pretty damn fair value there it's not going to be like and i've had trouble if you go to different stores if you try and sell online like i feel like at magic fest they give you a little better value because they can see it tangible it's in person it's a quick transaction and they got a lot of money flowing back and forth so they're just yeah. excited to to get inventory in and move inventory out so i miss that i miss being able to buy cards super cheap like i got that foil artist signed Sarah's ascendant. Yep. Yeah. And it was $7. Cause it was damaged. Cause it was artist signed. it was like, that's the best deal on the planet to me. That's amazing. So yeah, I miss all of that. I miss the magic fest, but also I'm trying to get rid of a bunch of cards and it's hard to do in an efficient manner, but at magic fest, it would be easy to do.
0: Squee! I did see a Instagram ad the other day, which I am a sucker for, you know, that they make for probably no less Then a easy $3,000, they actually have this card sorter for stores that you put all cards in. I've I've seen that, yeah. (laughs) and It it brings it and it throws them in and it actually simultaneously scans them, loads them into a database, and then checks the price on TCG player and lets you know based on condition and everything, whatever you set your deal at, TCG low, mid, market, uh, and then you just have these nice piles of cards that are all sorted for you, so, so you know i'm what? gonna flip
2: flip I'm go. gonna flip the table onto the other foot here because not one year and maybe a couple of months ago, right when we started, my brother sent me a message and he said that he knew one of his engineers that he worked with at a previous company that was in Magic the gathering and designing a machine to make said thing. so I'm pretty sure I asked you if you wanted to have the guy that designed the machine that you're telling me about onto our cast because my brother knows who he is. I mean, I didn't say the thing was super successful. I'm just
0: saying I saw an ad for it and it saw cool. And so just think you could, you could ditch the whole audio recording thing and just open up your own magic store. <laughs> no, I don't there. even sell That's, the cards. Yeah, the, I just
2: the Mr. Combo lo-
1: the Mr. Combo lottery scheme of just opening the lot. It's just like, I know I'm not going to make any money off this, but now that I don't have to make money, period, we can't open up a store.
0: In yes. Mission Bowling, I think, was the last thing I heard about it, right? Oh, because that'd be great. You got putt putt right there. It's a, it's a classic yeah. venue. All
2: yeah, right, well, hurry up on that. It's going away. Mission is
0: getting ripped down. Well, that's sad news for a different day. Uh, yeah. You mentioned Magic Fest as well. What are you? What are you excited to get back to Magic Fest?
1: Um. So I. So um. This kind of plays into it. Uh. One thing I'm really looking forward to about uh, Magic Fest is uh. You know. The the people most notably like the you know nice people who play degenerate decks and then yell about how blinged out their cards are and then make you feel really bad about them but they're children Mm -hmm. so you can't really get upset about it. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to that uh, when Magic comes by. I will also say one thing that I have learned uh, during this lockdown time is that I am I did a very good job of saying no to these sort of things in the past and in moving forward I am planning on saying yes. But going on to it i have broken down my three categories into of course you're greasy you're slimy and you're sweaty so wow. this plays right into it uh Dedication. greasy one thing that's really nice about magic fest is that you can actually look at people's cards and pick them up and see what they say i don't care what platform you're playing on online it's always kind of a pain in the butt even if you have crystal clear reception you still have to be like what are you playing what's going on um, and one of the things that I think is the best about playing in person is you can actually be like, okay, actually I need let me I need to pick that up and look at it because I'm there's so much stuff going on here. I need to take a pause. I don't want to search it into this thing or anything like that. So actually, like physically touching playing other people's cards, like just just being able to be like, Yes, I can see what's going on here. I can read this, even if it's in a foreign language, even if it's in a set that you don't know, especially as there's more and more sets that are printed, there's more and more secret layers. There's more and more alternate arts are coming out. Just being able to look at them and be like, okay, yes. Ah. Like, they play cards, they're like, uh, okay. Uh, Marari's Wake. Great. I know that card, right? Bobby Blue from Chance of the counter. Sh- yes, ex- exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Chance the counter. And you're like, wait, I think I know what that does, but I'm not, I don't want to like sit here and type it in. Just being able to be like, okay, like let me take a peek. Awesome. Right? Or like as and as is always customary, saying, may I take a peek? May I grab that?
2: Yeah. I think you well, that nice. are even just asking, like, hey, what does that card do? It's right. It so just simple. it feels it feels much more
1: organic to the to do that in person than it does over any streaming service, regardless yep. of how
0: smooth people's internet connections are. Wait, you haven't asked to touch and look at someone's card playing over webcam? I tried really hard. And we did this one thing, I think, on Beverstream, where like people actually got to swap it because they both had one. That was kind of cute yeah what you do is you say hey guys let's pause the game i'm gonna fedex you my card you can look right. at it and then i need you to fedex it back <laughs> and we'll resume in three to five days. yeah we'll pick this yeah we'll pick
1: this yeah. up in two to five business days. it's also so uh,
2: 69.95 overnight air, no problem
1: that's that's my grease that's my greasy pick of just being able to like actually see cards easily in person cool which is very yeah. easy to do at magic fest
0: yeah uh I, I don't know. I I don't know how many times at Magic Fest I've personally needed to like grab cards and look at them Um, just because the quarters are all so tight. You kind of see everything anyways. Sure. Uh, But I I could see I could see a little bit of that. All right. Well, my number two is actually I am really looking forward to CMD tower takeovers at level one, not doing a plug for our sponsor. Uh, I'm just (laughs) just being honest. The the two or three that we've done, yeah, I think we been, did what
2: did we do two and then the the the, the great debate that yeah, we all don't know about the great debate that lasted like five <laughs> minutes but took an yeah hour not or not seven. A, not our best showing
0: out at level one, uh but yeah so I miss that a ton because you get completely different people at the takeovers that we do you're getting a lot of people in the community so maybe that grows your play group maybe it doesn't. Uh, you're able to get that feeling of being in a magic store. And I will say, yep. as a primarily commander player, there are commander knights at LGSs, and those are great and definitely go support them. But for the most part, our playgroup's pretty big enough. I don't need to go to an LGS. And I feel like most people go to an LGS because it's either they've made friends with people at the LGS that frequent mm-hmm. it, and so that's where we play. We're not at a friend level where you're coming over to my house, or maybe my social circle doesn't have people that play magic with me. So I need to go to the LGS to find people to play. And I'm just not in one of those scenarios. So I don't just go to go. I want to go for an event, a spectacle and our takeovers are usually 20, 30, 40 people, which I would say for level one with the size of the shop is pretty healthy. Um, And since we've been collaborating, we did this pre-COVID and obviously COVID put it on hold where we weren't just going to do EDH takeovers. We're going to do draft takeovers, chaos draft. Mm -hmm. We're going to do tournaments. We're going to do more of these types of things and also be able to communicate it to our listener base. So if anyone ever is like, hey, well, I want to come to the takeover three months from now, you know, let me schedule some time and I'll drive down with some buddies and play with the CMD tower crew. Um, so I cannot wait for TakeOvers to come back.
2: Oh, it's going to be a blast. Me neither. I miss those. That w- They were so much yeah. fun. And this is maybe understated, but like just to play in a different setting, you know, we often play at the same types of venues and just yeah. to get out of that, play at a different setting with the chance that maybe you're playing with three people that you already played with, but maybe you're only playing with two and there's a new person in the group that changes the dynamic of the game so much where you're still getting like a friendly experience where you kind of know everybody there, but you're welcoming new people in and, and just being able to grow and, and hear their stories and what kind of cards they like to play with. Mm-hmm. Love it.
1: I mean, yeah, it's the same reason why you go to a bar, like all of us can just drink at home, right? But it's more exciting and fun when you're out there mixing it up <laughs> with the near dwells and whatnot out there.
0: Yeah. I trust me. There's a degree, I hate going to bars and drinking because it's way overpriced, more comfortable at home. And I can do it you, also like go, you also don't you uh, also don't like
1: beer so you don't know the you don't yeah. know the
0: the quaint relaxation that comes of going to a brewery. All right, <laughs> Squee. What is your thing that you're looking to next?
2: All right. So I miss trading and this goes with in-person so much because mm. yeah, we have a a like a a trade feed in our Discord, but it's really hard to keep up with. It's hard to get transactions going. It's just a different thing. You got to ship it. You got to send pictures of it. Get it all there. I miss just taking a binder into a place, looking through somebody else's binder and saying, I don't know what you need, but take a look. And if you see anything, let me know. This is all up for grabs. Mm -hmm. I got this here. I don't got to type out an Excel spreadsheet of all the cards that I have available. What condition they're in, what set they're from. Like, Just look through the damn cards. See what it is. If you want it. I like what you have over there on page two i'll take that like that i miss that so much i'm so excited to trade again that's usually how i get the cards that i like i do not particularly like spending money on a lot of magic cards other than some packs for fun but ah it's just so much more economical easy and i've found you can get better value out of cards by trading because maybe somebody maybe somebody wants a card that you Mm -hmm. have that they're willing to drop a couple bucks just because it's there. It's easy. They don't have to go to a store, order it online, do anything. And they got a card they don't even care about. It's worth a couple bucks more, but it's an even swap in their mind. I miss that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've never been a big trader because I like I've because literally Duff was over here and he was like, hey, you know, I'd be interested in. I ended up getting the alternate art Tatiana, I think, is the the landfall one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. That's and no, Tatiana. The, oh, the whenever yeah. I think a land and enters the battlefield or the graveyard, you make a five-three elemental. This is yeah, yeah. Uh, so he wanted it, and he is like, "Yeah, I think it's like six, seven bucks." He's like, "What do you want? I, I got my trade binder with me." And it's like, "Dude, I'm sorry. Take it. You'll owe me the six or seven, or you can Venmo me." But I don't know what I want. I don't have mm-hmm. a list of stuff. Other than reserved list, hella expensive cards, because why wouldn't you want that stuff? Oh, Uh, see, well, that's 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 you have too
2: many decks as a problem.
0: Yeah, see, (laughs) that's the issue for me. Now, I do enjoy, like you were talking about, Squeech, where you can go in and maybe your value is a little bit less than what you want out of their binder. If they Mm -hmm. want what you have, they're willing to go that two, three, four, five bucks less. They don't have stores. to get in their car and
2: drive somewhere there. They don't have to go online. Yeah, it's just yeah, stores. It's
0: simple. Very, very difficult. There's to, no to tax get them to barter. So sorry, IRS. <laughs> All right. Well, Tuck, what's your next one?
1: So my slimy pick, which is right in the middle here. Um, one thing that I really miss is playing decks that play other people's cards. So. Oh, I yeah. used to be a big deck builder where I liked it, where it's like I want to be, I want to play clones, I want to play steal shit off the top of your library, I want to play primordials, even though we kind of all agree they're not very good. Um, but like, there's a bunch of cards out there that say like play someone else's something or another, right? And it's possible online with your infinite tokens and your flip around skis and all this other stuff that you can do. But it's so much easier just to be in person to be like. Uh, don't mind if I do, I'll take that. Thank you very much yep. um, when I'm playing a clone or something along those lines, right? And that's so hard to do online to the point where there's been cards I've had in, I've had in decks or when I'm building that I literally just be like, well, it's not worth the effort of trying to figure yeah. out how to do this over webcam that I'm not even going to put it in. Or like, I had this idea for this deck. And it's like, well, that seems like a lot of effort to do it over here. So doing these like, quote unquote, 75% decks where you're pulling stuff from other people's graveyards, you're pulling it from their hands, you're pulling it from the battlefield, all these different places. Yep. That's this play style that I've always kind of liked. And I'm um, very much looking forward to hopefully getting back into now that we're
2: starting to get in each other's faces. It, it's, it's funny. funny to, that. To, to your point, during COVID, I built a Mariki deck. And before COVID ended, I disassembled it without ever playing it. Yeah, why?
1: What, exactly. It's like it's like the the juice. What am I? So there's two there's two things I like to say, and the, I like to. I am big on like using phrases over and over and over again until people start using them as well. And I got this one in my last job where I heard it. The two things are the juice is not worth the squeeze, which is a classic, classic yeah. eight, classic like enterprise like business nonsense. And then the other one is like squeezing blood out of the stone. Also, also a good line from the girl next door. Oh, classic. Uh, and then yeah, squeezing blood out of stone, like it's not worth it. So I think there's a big like the now that we're starting to play more in person, I'm much more inclined to build those kinds of decks, which to
2: me yep. are most fun to play in like four player in person over a couple of years. I would almost upgrade it to necessary. You cannot play those online. Yeah. And if you do, that is a disservice to the community.
0: Right. And then you're on screen, you're like, oh, what's yeah, this? It's what's just that? Awful. Yeah. It's just awful. I mean that's literally why I never played Empress Galena online, yep. and I never played my Game of Thrones deck online.
2: Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. That's a GD
0: nightmare. Uh, and once <laughs> once I eventually make my all Japanese mystical archive art deck, that'll be another oh one. My that you'll never oh see my god! Oh my Of day online. Absolutely I mean, if fr- not now. To be fair,
1: you could also make the same argument that your gods, bought run by. Um, What's your God Tribal deck? I say? Weatherlight Captain. Yeah. That, I mean, that's effectively unplayable in real life as well because you or can't you're read half with the, the cards from the invocation. So, I
0: mean, it's There's like, only like five invocation gods. <laughs> it's way too
1: many. All entirely too many.
0: All right. Well, uh, moving on to my last one. And this is one that we've started doing more, but I, I like it when we take it to another level, which unfortunately we've been able to do a little bit more frequently with everyone moving in person personal events yeah i like the uh, we're getting together to do uh, going away party for tuck going away mm-hmm. party for day 2 uh you know hey uh the birth of duff's kid uh, you know, someone got yeah. a new job where there's something towards like we'd be getting together anyways in a normal right. like adult thing. But what we like to get together do is play magic. But we're still celebrating that thing. And everyone's bringing over food. And usually I'm smoking meat or, you know, uh Sweet McGee will smoke something. And, you know, there's usually like a bunch of like hunch punch type drink. And it's just oh, like yeah. a big there's- fun game night party that goes yeah. for eight, nine, 10, 11 hours. And normally, if you did a ten-hour Magic Fest a day, you're exhausted. You at hate the end. it. Yeah. yeah, you're just these things. Hate. Ten hours in, you're blacked out, and you're hearing Tuck, you know, talk about how much he appreciates you as a person. Giving um, himself oh, a little,
2: uh, guarantee- giving himself a guarantee- little Tuck Tuck.
1: Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, having a little Tuck talk, uh,
2: a little Jim Tucker moments, guaranteed. And those nights so. are so much fun too, because I think they they, they go so smoothly because. Mm-hmm. There is always something, even if you're not playing a game or you're in between games, you know, at Magic Fest or other places, it can get a little awkward if you're just like, well, it's going to be 20 minutes till the next game starts. You're at a party. You just go and hang out with people, start talking, go upstairs, grab some food, like strike up conversation, go chill by the fire pit or whatever for a little bit and just hang out or even float around and watch other games like... Oh,
0: I've seen I, yeah. people uh, in-, in between games go into
2: the living room and play like Halo or Rocket League. Yeah, right, yes. for sure. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm I I need an hour away from Magic. I just played six hours of games. I want a little bit. I'm gonna come back and play another game here in a minute. But first, I'm gonna stuff my face with barbecue, and then second, I'm gonna play Rocket League. Probably lose, and then I'll be back. Yeah. All
0: right, Squee McGee, uh, why don't you give us your last thing that you're really looking forward to now
2: that in-person magic is a reality? All right, this seems really stupid to do online, but in person, I think it's goddamn hilarious. I want to buy a pre-con and never change it. And I want to go, and I want to play in person, and I want to win with it. Just want to go into a game and be like, what are you playing? I'm playing stock pre-con, Commander 2020. Suck it. And they're going to be like, oh, well, you're a chump. You're going to lose, and then you just plow everybody over it's
0: yes that oh i thought you said jokes on them you actually do lose
2: (laughs) well i will lose some of the games you know as mr compost found out you may have a very good deck but it may get hated out who knows and i think the other thing for squeezeness is you know the the regular pre-con who's going to go out with all the hate on a regular pre-con when you're coming into a game hot like that there's gonna be like let's see what it does well yeah i mean if I'm playing a game with you, you're going to go after my pre I get it. Well, duh. Because but... that shitty with...
0: land base that they come with. I just got to hate you out for it. Put you <laughs> out of your misery.
2: Oh, what did that come in tapped? Yeah, I bet that one came in tapped too. Great. <laughs> gates. <Guildgate>, what? <laughs> Anyways, I miss shenanigans like that showing up in person where you get to see people's reactions live to a stupid deck or a stupid interaction. Or just showing up with a pre con that's not supposed to win that for some reason does. That's what I want.
0: It feels I feel like great. It. I don't know about the whole pre con thing uh showing up. That's basically showing up with like a super soaker to a nuclear arms race, but Look,
2: that's where you gotta use your sweetness. We talked about this, how you wait and you sit tight and you just wait for the right moment and then and you that just, right moment, bam, I hit you for five. You go pa right in the kisser. I'll take i'll take Bam. two yeah everyone take two <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: well tuck what's your last one i got some sweaty i got some sweaty ones here um i got a, i got a full i got a full run and this is both uh, an indictment of not being able to play irl and also i'm hoping that at some point um i'll i'll be able to see these in some semblance or another i got four real quick ones they're all sweaty um, I really miss uh, the Godfather putting Reserveless cards in his mouth and or beard. Can't, not sure if we're ever going to see that one yeah. again. Um, uh, I'm pretty, I'm really going to miss, um, and hopefully I'll find someone uh, like Mr. Combo who falls out of his chair at the end of a Saturday or Sunday rather. Um, I really, you know, I can't get this out here. Um, and I'm hoping that now that we're playing more out in the open, uh, I really miss Squee showing up um, like four hours late and then just like leaving without any- telling anyone. I uh, missed that one. And then finally, <laughs> I really hope that now that we have come to the point of vaccination that at some point I will be able to punch beer cans off of some semblance of a balcony once again, whether it's here whether it's here in Shartown, North Carolina, whether it's in Magic Fest uh Dubai, question mark. I'm not sure if they even sell beer there. I just these little these little these little bits and drabs that you only get when you're in person—that's um, that's what I, that's what I really miss, and that's what I'm really hoping to see. Um, also, you could also see someone. I, if you want to go n- something a little more generic, I miss like someone standing up and grabbing a card and throwing it away. I miss someone standing <laughs> up and turning their library over to like to make a point. Uh, I miss someone taking tokens and throwing it in someone's face. These sort of like general. What kind of general magic are you playing? Yeah, I was about to say. General borderline, you know, aggressive plays to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Teetering on assault. I I, I miss all that as long as it's done with a kindness in your defense of the heart. Fast turn.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with a lot of those. Uh, but, you know, I hope you guys are looking forward to in-person magic. And I'm going to leave you with one last thing that just popped in my head. That is a Mr. Combo special. Ooh. I'm so thankful that now I could start peer pressuring people to play one more game. Oh my, god, war, oh my god, that's the worst. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> we need to take a quick stop here.
1: That is the best. That is the be- Yes. That is the best. Because I cannot it's tell you what Mr. Alcampo t- has
2: in his stable.
1: It's, wor- it's always the worst. It is it always the worst. It always works. Every, always every single works. time. He's like, come on, guys, one more. And that's always the And he'll take a poll, I'm too. he would be
2: like, we could play Two Headed Dragon. We could play Whatever. EH. We and could like, play literally- any form literally- We could play Plane Chase. I'm just that, here for the games, guys.
1: That is one thing I will that is one thing I will not miss about playing and playing I like in, online because you're just like, Yeah, retire, whatever. The, this is the biggest. It's like the sunk cost fallacy of like, well, I'm already here. Might as well do one more and have another beer. And the next thing you know, it's like four <laughs> hours later. Everyone's pissed off. Oh dude. And no one's or, even, or you're like at the table sweating really close close like, why waiting. did I agree
2: to this? I have to leave yes, for exactly, dinner in thirty minutes. It. What am I doing? This game's not gonna end for a decade. Are you gonna are you going to order pizza? Good. Go to go to end step. mill. No.
0: Well, I love that. I didn't have to say a single damn thing. And you guys literally said every all of your reactions are off of things that I do. It's so not, I'm very, like, i very
2: regularly, I regularly. That's,
1: that's true. But I will. I will also say this. This is also a fallacy that I had in Chicago. Drank. Like, guys, one more. It's one more. And the next thing you know, I'm throwing up after I get a foil more case <laughs> of the black rose. Oh, oh Alright. Alright.
0: We got Anyways, a guys, plane we chase. Have no,
2: we have no substance abuse issues on this cast.
0: None. Uh I am rolling the planar die. It did say chaos, which we just went through, which allowed me to re-roll, and we are plane chasing away from <laughs> what's the plane chase. And that last segment, squeeze gonna dive into his creative juices with <laughs> the weather-
2: Welcome back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper, burnt into the ground, had to build a tunnel, and I'm now living underground to Ooh, stay away from the mole people. Antiqua. Watch yourselves, folks. Antiqua's out there. The cryptolith, right? They're out there. They're coming for you. Oh my god. They're even here now.
0: All right, oh now I gotta dig a god. new hole get the
2: f*** out of here. Um, well... I guess it would probably be pretty good to not talk about a flying commander, seeing as everything flying I have gets shot down. However, <laughs> we're talking flying today, not as a theme, but it just happens to be on the card. I'm talking Isperia Supreme Judge. So Oof. we're talking. It's a it's an expensive it's an expensive bird here, or sphinx, I suppose. Birds seems too sully. I mean, that's technically um, a bird. It's a bird? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like though, if you're, it's if like, like a murd. It's a man bird. Yeah it's oh. like a doctor being like you didn't call me doctor though you're a sphinx yeah how dare
1: <laughs> you
0: call me a bird
2: i didn't go to i didn't go to five years of riddle school to be called
0: <laughs> you're a sphinx with professor riddler and his damn antics took me that extra year to graduate
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: unbelievable i should have stuck, should have stuck with, with stormcrow 101 the goddamn nerve <laughs> anyways For those playing the home game, Isperia, Supreme Judge, too colorless, too white, too blue. That's Azorius. It's a mythic. It's a legendary creature, Sphinx, (laughs) if you haven't heard. It has flying, and whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, you may draw a card, and it's a 6-4. We're
0: drawing cards. Yeah, I kind of look at this, Squee, and I'm curious if you guys agree. This is like a less threatening consecrated Sphinx. you're gonna draw tons of cards but it's kind of on your opponent's choice if they want you to draw the cards versus consecrated you just get to do it as they play the game
2: yeah i would agree with you there like to me this kind of it does it slides under the radar where you're not just everybody's pissed off as soon as this card hits the board they're like oh that's that's cute right and you worked really hard to get it because it's too white too blue and too colorless like you got to get that thing out there and that's going to be tough to do so you're going to need to ramp up you're going to need to earn this commander and i don't think people are just going to blow it up immediately because it's not a threat immediately to people unless they have conveniently six life and no flyers Um, (laughs) so yeah i i I agree with you there i think this is good uh really what i'm talking about other than one card that i wanted to bring up that's very well known and we're going to talk about it anyways but uh, everything else is kind of odd ways to draw cards that, that are in this same kind of manner and fashion. But first card I want to talk about, get this the f*** out the way. It's $1.50. If you're playing in Azorius, buy this card. Put it in your deck. I don't know why it's $1.50. I think because they just reprinted it, I assume. But Dovin's Veto? This card's for oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this spell can't be countered. Counter target, non-creatured spell. It's a non-counterable counter spell in Azorius. So it only costs two no. mana. It's an instant... It's an uncommon, it's a fifty. If you're playing in these colors, I don't care what deck it is, put this in there. And everybody's going to go, oh, no, not the non-creature thing. Like, what if I need to counter a creature? And I was like, I don't care. Run other People counter play one Song.
0: So yeah. Yeah.
2: you're in blue. Run other counters too, but this is just a beautiful addition to that. And you don't have to get into this like, oh, but what if they counter my counter? Like, that just can't happen had to get that out of the way that's card number one everything else that's is more great. fun than that uh let's talk about dream trawler so i wanted to find something that had the exact same mana cost also a creature also a sphinx also has flying Oh. oh two colorless two blue two white creature sphinx it is dream trawler so flying lifelink whenever you draw a card dream trawler gets plus one plus zero until end of turn whenever dream trawler attacks draw a card and then it has discard a card, Dream Trawler gains hexproof until end of turn. Tap it. It's a three-five, just a super utility card in this deck. So you can draw a lot of cards with it. It is expensive to get out again. I know this is, you know, the underground now. Uh, what do we call this? Like the, I don't really, the, like the Burrows Hole Report, not the Weatherlight oh. Report anymore. Uh-huh. the, the Weatherlight's gone. Got to change <laughs> like, the name. Of the, pre- thing. The, pre- the Predator Report. Yeah. Oh, I. No, that's bad. I don't want to. <laughs> oh I don't want to be the predator. Yeah, I don't want to be oh. the predator report. <laughs> Sweetie Gee,
0: predator across the entire. <laughs> mix coming, coming out of the predator report. <laughs> so, and then all of a the, sudden you got to plug in that chick. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. They rip an air <laughs> <our> body. <laughs> Yo, here's a wild part though. Real talk.
1: Dream Trawler? better commander than the one we're talking about. It's just not legendary,
0: right?
2: Yeah, I guess that makes it worse. Commander, insanely in my strong. <laughs>
0: Uh, no yeah i, I agree this is a good card it, yeah it's a good card i think the funny thing that you've picked with this one and it might have been on purpose is this is a amazing synergy with the commander is if you have this out yep. and someone swings it at you with like seven or eight things this is going to get the plus one buff for every single one of those creatures swinging through all those cards uh so that's actually and it pretty, has life pretty link. sexy yeah, yeah there you go yeah
2: the, the life link is killer on that because I imagine in this type of deck, you're going to be drawing, hopefully, a card or two a turn outside of what you're already doing. And this is whenever you draw a card, not whenever you draw your second card or a card after your first card. So every turn, this is going to get a plus one buff. So this creature will get very large. It will gain you a whole lot of life. It is a good flying blocker as well. And then it does have hexproof. So, I mean, if we're drawing this many cards, discarding a card shouldn't be a big deal. And then you can protect it from generally anything that comes out of it outside of some random board wipes or, you know, neg one, neg one type of things. But I like this card a lot in this deck. Again, it's a little expensive to get out on the board, but I would see this more of a mid-game card, not so much a early game. Like, you want to get set up and rolling, drop this out, start drawing extra cards on top of what you're already doing. You want this out after your commander comes out, in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's talk about couple enchantments here first enchantment so verity circle two colorless and a blue it's an enchantment it's a rare whenever a creature an opponent controls becomes tapped if it isn't being declared as an attacker you may draw a card Ooh! and then it has four colorless and a blue tap target creature without flying
0: yeah that's pretty good utility right there i mean the activated ability i'm very meh but
2: yeah it's fine yeah it's amazing right the statics is fantastic. It's only three mana to get out of the board, so it's not a heavy enchantment to play. And then, yeah, you do have the you know the the C plus all star static or secondary ability where you can tap down a creature potentially in a pitch for a little more mana than it should cost. but I think this card's fantastic in not just this deck, but in a lot of blue decks. like this plays really well in Commander we're gonna see,
1: so I'm calling it right now. We're gonna see a ginormous surge in green decks in the next two months, more so than we've ever seen, next six months, more than we've ever seen. What do green decks love? Tapping, for Tapping mana, baby. creatures to add mana, to do abilities <laughs> and all that jazz. So this is like, this, in this deck works very well, um, but this is like a weird, what I would call like sideboard card, just to keep an eye on, while these new decks, these yeah. green decks,
2: New deck I mean this this with his draw card ability, and it just takes advantage of people, which as we have seen, less and less and less and less in commander, are trying to win by attacking. They are trying to win with every other method possible. They want to tap their commander for funny shenanigans. They want to do other things. This will have, and if you're going around a table of four people, you could potentially draw three to six cards a cycle, off of that. right, maybe so, more. I I
0: think something, Squee, I'm glad you picked this card. I actually forgot about it. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of people out there. That's what I'm here for. Under in in the borough report, play Ristic Study. I don't like it. I don't like what it does to the game. Mm -hmm. This is the same mana as Ristic Study. It could be just as impactful as Mm Ristic Study, but because it's only in four thousand out of the eligible, almost three hundred thousand decks no one's going to be threatened by it they're going to look at it and it's going to be like well i don't get it off a of, you don't get it off attacks.
2: Of tax right so it might be one I of those where they don't even fine? read the card like it just hits yeah. the board and they're like verity circle yeah got it like not a combo piece cool yeah exactly Whole so, career from robca <laughs> legions have
0: fun doing it
2: yeah so if any of you out there are
0: anti Ristic study people because of what it does to the game whatever <clears throat> blow me uh uh-huh. you should definitely look at a Verity Circle. Because you could, you could buy four copies for a dollar total. Right. And if yeah, you literally cheap. play them and they suck, you'll waste it a dollar.
2: Who yep. cares? I wouldn't even say you wasted it. You'll use this in a deck eventually. Like, it has... In my opinion, this card will have a home if you have probably more than five or ten decks. Like, you'll find somewhere for it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to the last card here. I wanted to find... A commander card as an enchantment that is half the cost to do the same thing. So let's talk about ever watching Threshold. Two colorless and a blue an enchantment rare. Whenever an opponent attacks you or a planeswalker you control, one or more creatures oh. draw a card. It's your um, commander's ability, but for three mana. So say well, you get this card really. early. Not really. Because, the, the reason I say
0: not really is because it says with one or more creatures, draw a card. Your commander, yeah. if you swung at me with
2: Reese and ten tokens, I draw ten cards. Correct, yeah, that is true. That is, true. So. That, is, that is a good distinction, but to me, this is like the perfect ramp up into getting your commander out while allowing you still to draw cards in the interim, you know, and it also, if nothing else, maybe people don't want you to draw the cards, but it's almost like it's version of a ghostly prison where... They look at three other people or two other people and you have an eligible that has a penalty. If I attack him that has a penalty. Okay. I'll go after this person. Like they're open. Doesn't really bother me. I just need to swing at somebody to kind of start distributing damage. This is an early game. Don't come at me, bro. And, or if you do, and you really, really, really think that I'm the threat, I'll at least get a card out of it. Cause the, commander six mana like it's gonna take yeah, a bit yeah you're gonna have you, some you, time there to burn yeah, you, you really I, need something and, and drawing any amount of cards getting more lands getting your ramp spells that type of stuff that's going to be huge in this deck to get it rolling so i like this it's a very similar commander ability combo's right it's not the same but i think it fits really nicely in this deck but and
1: if you don't want to pay the 33 dollars for a risk study and you don't want to be that oppressive for it for 70, 75 cents it's the same. It's the same argument. They're like, all right, cool. So if I'm playing this and you know, uh, ghostly prison and propaganda, do so you really mm-hmm. want to pay two colorless and let me draw a card just to get in the red zone? Right. Uh, I'm a big fan of this card, especially in any enchantment decks uh, and on your budget blockers and or combat tricksters.
2: It's beautiful.
0: Anyways, that's all I had. I'll kick it back to the Action Four News desk with Mister Combo and Big Tut. Thank you for staying with us, and as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders at level1gameshop.com. Another way to support your news team is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Tower. With award tiers for all the budgets, there is a way that you, the collective, can help. And of course, check out our store, cmdtower.com slash merch. We do sell sleeves, playmats, and all the tokens that we make. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You communicate directly with the team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Commodore 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Dear Squee, at Big Tuck tweeting from your MTG Action 4 news team. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and Asperia says, children, eat your Thassa's oracles, stay away from your hole breachers.